Lando Carton are still. Jesus is Lord. I saw the I saw the yellow carton. I said, fuck. And then she and like yourself. She's opened it now. Man's seen kebab full of garlic sauce. Okay. She's there, she's there chopping it, chopping it, chopping it now, yeah. And she even pokes, pokes the fork. She said, oh, do you want some? I said, I don't eat kebab. I'm now looking, yeah. And then some white guy, yeah. It's like, hey, that's got a bit of a whiff, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the secondhand embarrassment, yeah. The secondhand embarrassment was so crazy. I was just like... Yeah, I, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I actually went to the toilet for like a good 10 minutes. Yeah. Just so I can like, just Surprised you didn't abandon that one on the on site, No, bro. no, no. I've, I've abandoned some girls on site. I can't even lie to yeah. you. Yeah. I've abandoned some girls on site. This one, because she was actually a cool girl, I was like, yeah, let me just stay in it. But generally, yeah, I'll, it was a yeah, struggle. Like I said in the group chat for my one site. So you want to re- resume the process. Is your, is your stomach not heavy? Like, <laughs> not heavy. Kebab, you that's not light food. Hey, that's th- food that marinates in your intestines for a while, you know. No, I don't I, I don't know how, yeah, kebab before the um not even before the, after. The, but before I don't I don't know how kebab I don't know how kebab works after athletics. Why it doesn't do make the, sense. But why do the man them all have a bad experience with girls and kebabs, bro? What's the thing is, I generally don't eat kebab. I like kebab. I don't mind kebab. I like shish. Like, if, if man can go and eat shish. Yeah, like, like, a wood oven, like a wood oven girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but if it's like a donut thing, man can't I, eat that, man. I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind if a girl eats kebab, but I just feel like there's a time and place, innit? Kebab is a knockout meal. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, if you eat that on your ones, then fair enough, innit? But if like where- You should go back into after kebab. Yeah, or if you shouldn't be eating kebab in the cinema. That's a mazzy. What's the thing you eat in the cinema? Chinese. Yo, if you were there when I had chicken and chips in the cinema, were you there? That's calm. Uh, like chicken calm. burger chips. That's calm. Oh, was, was you there with everyone got everyone? Was he there? Yeah, I think I must have been there. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think for me, stuff like McDonald's, KFC, chicken and yeah, chips. Yeah. Even um Tesco Mill deal. Calm. calm. Oh, when, you start, when, you start, when, you start, when you start introducing jollof rice and assorted meats. We're not eating the ethnic. Yeah. We're not eating ethnic food. Yeah, ethnic food. Yeah, just me. That's how I see that. Hey, when we go to all to tourists. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, in the office, you'll be eating ethnic food and people will be like, mm, that's got a bit of a whiff on it, ain't it? It's cinema, you're still doing the same, you know what I Bloody hell, oh, mate. Rice. Yeah, so, that's how Ash was eating. I was thinking, God oh, damn. I hope you, you like, I hope you like prison food. Cause my ain't, no way, ain't no way, boy. <laughs> ain't no way, boy. <laughs> ain't no way, boy. Ain't no way, boy. Where? Nah, man. Uh, bro, that's... The story there is day etiquette when it comes yeah. to food. I mean, don't be hoggins. <sighs> That's funny, fam. Seeing as well, we've been doing recaps on the podcast, we would you like to recap our weekend? <laughs> oh, <bro>. Weekend <laughs> and weekday yesterday, bro. Yeah, so we, um, <laughs> the weekend was amazing, man. Weekend was I enjoyed fun, it, man. Shout out to the Hoyle boy. Shout out to my guy Wale. Shout out to Aya Matthews. Shout out to Frank, Frank. Mace. Um, who um, else is there? Yeah. Big up the whole team. Big up the whole team, man. Yeah, that was a great event. The boys stepped out, you know, looking nice, smelled good. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the word? Scrub up good. What's the word? Scrub is it? Up good. Scrub up good. We're looking nice, man. Went out and you know had some fun. Um, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, most of the more of the HMAs we will link up, man. Yeah. I want Hearts of Michael. Yeah, Hearts of Michael. So basically, there's a there's a new group in town. Um, it's not called the NWO. So you need to come with a proper shirt next week, bro. Oh, they're called HMAs. The Hearts and Michaels Association. Mm-hmm. If you're part of that association, you already know association you, you academy. Know, if you know, you're you're know, you're you know, you know, but <laughs> listen, it's for the Michaels and the, it's for the, for basically the Shawn Michaels and the Bret Hart fans alone. If you're yeah. one of these fans, then you're part of it. Yeah. And if you also 
dwell in some sort of things, then we also part of it, yeah. But we don't get into that. But yeah, yeah the House of Michael Associations, isn't it? Yeah, what you said? HMAs, man. Trust me, man. <laughs> what's your favorite Bret Hart match, though, by the way? And Shawn Michaels match, so we can just like, you know, we can just, you know, t- um, test the waters a bit so we can see if you're actually <laughs> HMA. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a sick one. I'm going to do that. You don't have to do that. That's a recruitment. Trust me, fam. <laughs> hey. Where? Oh, round of applause for Lloyd and Rhea. Oh, safe, oh, man. Shit. Congratulations. Safe. Congratulations. Safe. safe. Your second king, how's it feeling? Yeah. Oh, bro, I'm knackered, fam. Knackered, man. Like, it just, yeah, life just goes from zero to 100. Like, it's like a flight. You get on a flight and you get off for the flight next year. Very mad. But it's good, man. It's, dope, man. it's good. Good feeling. Guys, yeah, yeah. This time around, I was more calmer, though. I was more calm this time around, so. Yeah. I can only thank God. Amen. 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 You know, it's just fun. Like the new, I feel sad for these new parents that they have their children during pandemic or pandemic season. He's like, as soon as as soon as your child's born, partner needs to leave. Yeah. Imagine if it's your first child, and you you don't have you, you can't you can't spend the night out with you, not the night out but night in. Yeah. Mm. With a newborn and your, your missus, proper sad man. Sad, but yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's mad. It's, 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 um, big up, big up, blacks as always, and big up Versi, um, speedy recovery to Versi is unwell at the moment, but we should definitely be seeing you soon, bro. Episode 81, oh, well, this is your job, bro, sorry. Now go ahead, bro. Episode 81 of the Versi's podcast, I go by the name of the Force Professional, Nafi, formerly known as the VHS Pappy. Now the father of two. Some call me the godfather. Now known as the father. Mm-hmm. The father. <laughs> when I say got me, you say daddy. Go up, daddy. daddy. Go up, daddy. It's a strong star rating, leg drop, mm. hating, big back, robbing, Chris Jericho, loving son yeah, of a gun. The uncle, fam. Daddy. Oh yes, there's only one daddy in town. <laughs> 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 no, actually, actually, daddy, daddy. Strong, um, yeah, aka, yeah, Delboy, aka Soldi Lee, aka All Fitted No Cap, aka the Nostalgia Police, aka Pro Guap Tees, aka, AKA. the real Godfather. You already know what time. It is the real godfather, you know what time it is. Um, I've got the rest of my nicknames, but you read, you might already know me in it. Also, 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 what am I? What did I see earlier? He's added it to the list. What did, what did I see earlier? Oh, oh, yeah, Mr. Wrestle and Drip. You already know That's the Mr. vibes, <laughs> Mr. Wrestle and Drip. Wrestle and Drip, the first podcaster in it. Are you man dumb? And I won. Let's be real. I won. I won. I won. So, yeah, big up the man. Big up Adrian every single term. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yo, people, it's your boy NK, aka the man of the hour. Too, Too sweet, sweet to be sour. sour. aka the host Japanese correspondent. Yes, in the building. aka the number one contender Didn't for not. HMA. <laughs> 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 no, you, him and his brother, the tag team champions for HMA, fam. I said to you. Pass the Michael Association. Yo, people, it's your boy Laps, the main event liver and champagne sipper. Back again for that wrestle talk, mm-hmm. that smack talk, mm. that Kenny Omega talk. Mm. That get rest things to 1k subscribers talk. talk. That I'm going to the next event talk. Yeah, I ain't yeah. missing that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 You see me? I'm yeah. there. I'm there. Obviously, 
Hopefully, man can be in the HMA. Is it? No, HMA? you're your HMA. You're actually oh, you're already I'm, there. I'm, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm no, going to get there. This there. Yeah, that's this week's thumbnail. This is this week's thumbnail. Show the thing, fam. This is this week's thumbnail. Oh, they're, they're going to see it. They're going to see it. That's how you know we was outside. 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 I had no idea you were taking it. I thought somebody called me and I turned around. I was like, yo, yo, look at this. Look at this. Snapped it. Right in the moment. Right in the moment. Yeah, that's how you know NK was enjoying. You know what you're saying? Damn. I've never seen NK Smart. The last time I saw NK Smart like that is when um, David Francisco mentioned Okada. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Easy big boy. Man, woke up. Trust me, trust me, fam. Trust me, fam. Um, we've got a guest coming on, but obviously- we'll um, Yeah, we've got a special guest coming on. I mean, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, we've got a very special episode. Um. Yeah, man, rest things, we're up and up, man. Trust me, mm-hmm. trust me, trust me. The last couple episodes have been mad, though. Yeah. We've been on a roll still. Doing yeah. a lot, man. And it's like to, to some people, like 100 views may seem like oh, it's easy, but to us, it's a big deal because it's like every podcast is hitting 100 views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. yeah, that's nuts. You know what 100 views is, bro? 100, that's, 100 that's views cool. in podcast yeah. world is a million views, yeah. you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm there's something so, no, but it's shoot now, but that's deeper, though, deeper though, deeper though, yeah. Whenever I see views and people go, ah. Oh, a thousand views is not enough, or two thousand views is not enough, hundred views is not enough. Chat. Always imagine, yeah, hundred people in this room, mm-hmm. in your bedroom. Just mm-hmm. imagine that and listen to you talk. That's a crowd, fam. That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Deep it. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You need to start talking to us nice. That's literally yeah. it. That's what I'm now, saying. I said this yeah. and I'll say it again. Yeah. We are one of the best wrestling podcasters in the UK, and 100. we are one of the best content creators. Hundred. Bar wrestling, yeah. bar anything. A lot yeah. of people cannot trust us when it comes to content. Yeah. It's crazy because every person that I come in contact with. And I tell them, yeah, I'm a part of a wrestling podcast. They're like, rah, something like this exists. Yeah. Funnily enough, bro, I met one graphic designer on Instagram and then he went through my content. He was like, rah, you like wrestling as well? I was like, yeah. He's from South London. I'm from West. He was like, yo, I want to come onto this show. Bring him on, man. Bro, Bring him on, man. Don't worry, he's coming. This, is, he's this, coming. this podcast is the forbidden door. Yeah, yeah. We've got open yeah. entry yeah. rule. If bro, you want to come on, come on. Where the, gate, I mean? where the gatekeepers? That's no, it. no, I'm not a gatekeeper. No, I'm, no, not no, gatekeeper. No. I'm not a gatekeeper. We, we, we the gatekeeper. I, I can't call myself a gatekeeper. I will never call myself a gatekeeper. I can't do that. Can't do that. Man, you can be the gatekeeper. Yeah, you can I'll be the gatekeeper. I can't be the gatekeeper. I can't be the gatekeeper. I want everybody to. I want people to come in. Yeah. I want everybody to be. But come in, come in, speaking sense though. That's all. Is that gatekeeping? What? I said, come in, speaking sense though. Yeah, no, come in, speaking sense. Don't come and speak to me about oh yeah, attitude error was the best time ever. Oh yeah, them man. I need more than that. I need more than that. I need like. We need to have a conversation. No, you know don't I mean? get me wrong. There's going to be a lot of mandem that I like that. That's okay, look, look. That's it. fine. You can watch the podcast. Watch the and podcast. That's, uh, watch the podcast, innit? Yeah. But my thing is, my thing is, I'll bleep this if I have to. I don't need to now come on the podcast and then there's no substance to the conversation. Mm. We're just talking about the glory days because yeah. the glory days has happened. You talk about what's happening we have now. We talk about what's happening now. Obviously, we can talk about what's happening now. For example, if, if it's just WWE chat or WF chat, like it's, it can go a bit like flat but if you're bringing in stuff you're talking about and um tna ring of honor new japan like all, mm. if you're talking about everything in like other stuff like then yeah we can we can support we can like speak. if you're coming to speak to me about that back in the day come with something that we don't chat about yeah. chat to me about maybe 1993 wwe yeah. Yeah. just chat like if you're if you're well versed in a specific time period yeah let's talk about it let's talk about it that way don't now come in because mm. you enjoyed that period that's why mm, it's the yeah. best i don't want to hear none of that uh, you know what, what i mean we need, we need one of them ogs that were watching wrestling back in like the 70s or something um, to really tell us about shit thing knows his shit though thing's oh, been no, knows his shit all knows his shit actually talking someone that was actually okay the thing is yeah as we continue to grow 
like we're going to keep hitting the masses of people that oh mm. rah there's something like this and mm. they're going to see the conversations that we're having and they're going to be like oh it's not like a formal podcast where or it's not formal interviews yeah. where people are just coming to ask questions and answer like yeah. it's, a, it's a proper conversation that we all want to discuss things yeah. yeah so like we educate wrestling folk but we like to get educated as well yeah wait, 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 we that's need what's about. to know I said, I said that, I said that on the first episode. I said, "Fam, I may not know it all, but I'm here to like you, man. Teach me something, and sometimes I teach you guys something. It's, mm, it works both it. ways. Do you know what I mean? And that's how podcasts are about. Like, you go, you listen to podcasts for you to learn something new. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, even what's that? I was listening to Free Shots, and um, what, what was something that was something that spun me, fam? I didn't know that. Okay, you see, after festivals, yeah. No, it's not, it's not even something that's bummy, but it's basically after festivals when they oh, get the whole cleanup. Cleaning. Yeah, yeah, bro, it's ten k. Yeah, it's cost money. Ten k, ten k to clean up a festival. Yeah, bro. But it makes sense though. Yeah. How much waste is that festival? That's nuts, fam. And it's nuts because after the festival, the next day you're like, rah, there was actually a festival mm, here. Yeah. You wouldn't even know. So what? I can't even think of stuff like not in your carnival. Like how much? It, like, that's yeah. isn't that, no, that's not government. It's not government thing. Yeah. No, no, but the way they clean it up, you wouldn't fast, think carnivals there. They're probably more than ten k then. Yeah, bro. And it made me think that. Cool, if we one day go to the wrestling show, and all t- but then again, we'll hang out at the hall, and we'll be hanging out at the hall. Yeah. Right? And after we'll have to dispose of rubbish ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a completely different thing. But yeah, stuff like that, just, you know, learn, move in it. We're for the people, man. We're by the man for the man. Trust me. Not like that. Um, um, AEW. Uh, yeah. Rampage. Rampage. What did you say? No, oh. I was going to talk about John Cena and Roman Reigns. I watched it this morning. Oh, the thingy. Um, the, 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 I, didn't, I didn't watch it, you know. Ch- I'm chat not going to lie. Cena's finished. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I'm invested. Yeah, of course. Where? I've been I'm invested. It's drawn you in. Uh, it's I've been invested. I've been that invested. Promo alone. I'm so sorry. Nobody can chat to John Cena. Right, yeah, no one. No one. Nobody can chat to John Cena. again. Bro, nobody can chat to John Cena whatsoever. Cena wasn't talking from a script from what I remember. And he was just freestyling. Well, when was that? Last time? This was this no, last, last, last no, but Roman Reigns don't talk from a script though. Is all is that I mean, all written for him, or is he giving props? I mean, he doesn't. I'm talk sure he's from giving scripts, props, but I, I'm sure they like they'll freestyle each other. No, but well. the way Cena was just like yeah, Cena's different. Cena went Cena's off topic clear. and then back on topic, and it was like he was the the thing that was disrespectful is that he was taking the piss, bro. Like he was, it wasn't like one of those you know intense promos. I'm in your face. It's like no, like hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take. I'm just gonna violate best best promo in WWE of all time. One. Best Cena. Cena. He's, he's up there. He's number one. Of all time. What number one? Best promo. And I can't even lie. It's, I think it's a shoe in between the Rock and Stone Cold. <sighs> Do you know what I was gonna mention? Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. Because he's. Oh, are you talking in terms of like one on one promos where they're one on one promos, interviews, backstage shit? Like whenever he's on mic, he's your like. Bam. This about Cena. This is one thing I've clocked. Yeah. You see, when it comes to Cena, yeah, with certain people, his intent is to rattle them. Mm. His intent is to rattle you. He did that with Roman. He did that with Roman. He's done that with, he did that with the Rock. Well, yeah, yeah. I think the difference with Roman is though. I think Roman admires John Cena. Yeah. Oh, one. You see the way that he was smiling yeah. during the thing. Yeah. 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 Roman was like, you know, what? you've this got is, me. This is my brother. Yeah. I respect <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I respect. Whereas with the Rock, 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 Rock and John Cena, the Rock was spun. Yeah. yeah. yeah the Rock was spun. So wait, wait. You're telling me that you're telling me that Cena has rattled the Samoans. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Both. He's rattled them. That's not both travels. He's rattled them. I, I, I saw the mission. The mission. I can't lie. For me, at the moment, yeah, because I haven't watched the last one in it. Mm-hmm. It's one one. It's a draw still. In terms I, I, of I like, haven't seen the last one. That's what, last one was sick. When when thing mentioned the um the missionary thing. Oh, I thought that still. That he, mentioned, one. So he, he mentioned it twice. He mentioned again. He mentioned it. Oh, he, said, oh, he, he, he said something about our oh, missionary twenty years. It's, this is not. Yeah, he should. He should have mentioned. He should have gone something else. I some of the stuff that John Cena was saying. It was like, um. Like you need me for this match. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to be here. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're the one that's been struggling for ten years. 
Like this match means more to you than it does yeah. to me. And what, I'm just gonna come and he found the way he got one, two, three what, over. What I liked about like that every promo. ten seconds, one. Fam, over his head. And, 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 and he's like, and he's like, here, yeah, you need this to build your legacy. If exactly. I beat you, guess what? I'm the greatest of all time. You're, you're, 17 times. Yeah. That, what's and so you're just going to be a trivia. You're just going to be the same. What's so, what's so good about that is, obviously, we were like, yeah, Roman Reigns' promo has improved. Now John Cena's come back to knock it back down again to show that I'm still the big dog. You yeah. feel me? I think so Roman's, I like has, Roman's has improved, but... There's a goal. There's, there's never ever going to be a no. comparison. Like, it's improved. It's, far, it's, far. it's not to John Cena's level. Yeah, of course. When He's, John Cena was gone, we were like, yeah, Roman's the best. Yeah. Now John Cena's back again. We're like, mm. I think, yes, 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 be honest here. Yes, be honest here. Promos, I've, I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've said this on a podcast, but if I, was, if I, if I did say it, I'm going to backtrack now. I never, like, even with this new character that Roman Reigns has got, mm-hmm. I still feel like his promos is not as... Uh, I think, for me, it's the, it's the character it's, development. It's better. Which is, which is much better. That's what's winning for me. I agree with you. It's, it's, a, it's a new yeah. seasoning. I agree with you. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, yeah. Just me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the way... I don't think pro, like Roman's ability in promos has improved, but I feel like, as well, it's because they've removed a lot of the filler. Yeah. Because, like, he went... It's like, cool, he went from being... Let's be honest, at times a four out of ten, five mm. out of ten promo to being like a solid seven, seven, yeah, seven probably, eight yeah. out of ten promo. Mm. But he's not among the elites. And yeah. that's why when people are making tweets about Roman being the best promo, the more I'm like, hell nah. no. It's ca- character development, hell yeah, no. I give thumbs he's, up. He's, he's probably one of the most improved. Character, yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP. It's I'm not best, And the thing is, what even with some of the stuff that he's doing, it's like you could anybody can do this. Yeah. He's just yeah. very like with the way his promo styles now. It's just very simple. Very, it's not. It's not anything like Jake the Snake. Jake Snake, yeah. yeah. When you find where yeah. he's doing these long, long monologues, he can just literally go into go into the ring. The crowd will boo him, and he's like, "I'm the head of the table." Yeah, yeah. That's that's and he's just cocky and he might drop, might drop. That's yeah. part of his character. You know what I'm saying it's just that little yeah. snidey stuff that he does. Like he's he, he's just showing how much of a good prick he is. That's literally yeah. it. That's yeah. it. There's no real like John Cena esque <laughs> where he's doing a whole monologue. He's rattling people. All so, the most rattling thing is when he said to his um his cousin. Ah, oh, who cares? Who cares? Like, you, yeah, who yeah, cares what yeah, your name is? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's more rattling because of the dynamic between the two. That's names. exactly. Mm-hmm. Not even you could have said that to John Cena. Is yeah. okay. This is my next question. I'm gonna ask you: Is Undertaker a good promo? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. no I mean, no. I don't think Undertaker is a good promo. It's, it's, it's That's what I'm trying to say. And I feel like yeah. that's what Romans. Romans it's basically. Presence. Doing what Undertaker is doing, Undertaker, fam. Have you ever heard Undertaker speak on the mic and you're like, "Oh shit!" Have no, you ever heard no, it? No, no, what? But you know, I mean, but maybe, during, maybe during his like American Badass phase. But what did he say? No, remind me what he said. What, the whole me. point of Undertaker is when Undertaker speaks, everyone's silent. That's that's the, the same as Roman Reigns. I said that's that's, that's the same as Roman Reigns. No, it's not. Yeah, because when you talk about promability, we're talking about okay, how you deliver the words you say. With a mic here, can you captivate an audience with the mic in your hand no, based on I things you say? I think maybe during his American I think, dream, I think I it's bigger remember. than that. No, oh. because it depends on your character. So if you got Undertaker, when he speaks, you're not expecting the crowd to be but all shouting example, and cheering. Yeah. For example, if I told you yeah, for build for if you're gonna build a paper build a match here, yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna send out the rock, Cena, and Stone Cold every week to talk. Oh if you're building a match for Taker, you're not gonna send them out every week to talk. Mm. Yeah, but that's a part that's what I'm saying. It comes down to the character. Because with those guys, they're like more of the outgoing. When I'm talking, you, you listen. That's and what when I, that's when what, I want a response, yeah, you give it, it to me. me. Yeah, yeah. But when it's Undertaker, you just listen straight. No, but, isn't, but isn't that the same? With, that's what I'm trying to say. Isn't that what Roman Reigns is doing yeah. right now? Roman Reigns is on the thing where it's like, cool. It's Whenever I speak, no one, you have to acknowledge me. Undertaker's been doing that for years. 
even to the point where like man will choke, man will, man, man, man trapped things hand in the in the casket for trying, for talking, bro. So wait, doesn't that? Oh, mean, no, that's the other way. That, sorry. Does, doesn't that mean that their promo was working then? That, that's, no, that's, that's 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 um, Fne That was that was the wrong other way around, bro. Someone tried no, to say pro- the thing is what what you're saying is that listen. So, 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 say, say that again. I said, doesn't that mean their promo is working? Because no, 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 no. It's, it's, there's different between. Sorry, can I say? There's different between speaking, yeah, mm-hmm. and acting. Okay. You can have great acting ability, great character building, but if you're dead on mic, it. Do you got what I mean? Like, that's why. That's why. For example, like. Brock Lesnar should never touch a rack again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Brock, 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 Brock was never bad on the mic, though. No, 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 but no. Come on. <laughs> Brock was never Give bad on the mic. Give me go, Brock! <laughs> you still remember <laughs> to this day? Bro, I still, love... Well, I saw, well, I saw Brock Lesnar do that, yeah. yeah. That's comedy relief, though. Who was meant to yeah. do that? Okay, yeah. Who yeah, was meant was, to do was, that? Was, was. Brock, Brock was never bad yeah. on no, the mic. No, no, but... Brock, okay, yes, but... Brock was never bad. Brock was never bad. But Brock now shouldn't touch the mic. Brock now shouldn't touch the mic. There's a difference between serviceable and all-time great promo. Like... There's man them that get their job done. Yeah, mm-hmm. the job is to sell a match. Yeah, yeah. They get their job done. They do what they need to do to build hype for the match, but it's everything around that. But there are certain guys that are specialists. When you say S-class promos, you mentioned, certain, you mentioned certain names, and that's what we're saying. Roman isn't S-class. Yeah, he's not there still. He's not there. Not yet, not yet. He's, he's not, he's not, I don't know. Uh, do maybe you know one day, but I, as of now, that's what I'm saying. He's got potential, because I remember back in the day, he did one interview, um, I can't remember. I was, I was, it was. on Ilfa Fox. It was like a Fox party yeah, or something. Yeah, bro, and he, I'm not gonna. That's, that's what he's doing now, though. Day. That's what he's more or less doing that's now, though. Doing now, yeah. I don't think he's fully. No, but obviously yeah. because of the character invested. that he's doing now, he has to be very laid back. He has yeah. to be very nonchalant. Yeah, yeah. That, Maybe when he gets to a point where now he, when he loses his belt and he now has to just show as much emotion as possible, yeah. Yeah. then maybe we'll get that's, that. But as of now, I think that's good, he'll it's be good you're saying that. I want to see Roman without the belt now. I want to see how he acts. Do you know what I mean? He's had it for one year now, so I think yeah, we're close I to seeing it. I have to see him without the belt because I don't think we're close to seeing it. I don't think, yeah, I mean, but he's not. He's going to he, be seen. He, he, he actually has to beat John Cena. He's going to be, he has to beat John Cena so we can get The Rock versus Roman at yeah. WrestleMania. And is that going to be for the but title? Is that has to, be. has to be. And The Rock's going to beat him? He has to be The Rock. No, wait, what? No, he's going to be The Rock. He can't be The Rock. That's no, a long reign, you know? Huh? Oh, wait. Yeah, he has to be The Rock. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be a long reign, you know? The thing is, I start building that from now. I can't lie. Start building that rock match from now. I mean, if he beat Cena, then he's gonna have to say, "Cool, I beat Cena." Are, are you shocked? Are you shocked if Cena beats Roman? Yes. I would. I would. You're shocked because not that Cena does. Because Cena's off. Cena's off, isn't it? Yeah, it's even about that. Where is he actually going? No, nah, he's yeah. going. He's, he's got another film to shoot in. Okay, in, is it England? Is it? I don't, oh, let me not say. It. No. Apparently, it's England. He's shooting a film in England, but I'm not sure if that's. For me, from, yeah. It's like you've built Roman for this long. Mm. And of course, Cena will. Cena's gonna win the seventeenth title. Maybe even next year. Who knows? Probably, probably oh. even beat Bobby for it. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna win the seventeenth title. But I feel like this Roman project is like, listen, WWE have been trying yeah. Roman for five years, yeah. and now it's working. And they're not gonna cut off this momentum because this is the first time. Yeah, unanimously, everyone's thumbs up on Roman. Yeah. Also, in, even in terms of storyline storytelling with um, Roman Reigns. They they have to have built more cracks in Roman Reigns for us to now see some sort of loss. We only yeah. saw a crack once with Kevin Owens. Yeah, it wasn't a thing where each match where he's defending his title, there's a possibility that oh he's gonna lose. He could lose. Yeah, we've, we've only seen that with Kevin yeah. Owens because mm. we haven't seen any cracks as of now. It's only since Kevin Owens, yeah. I find it very hard for him to lose. Yeah, you have not... to now start seeing cracks in mm. that. It's like with Kenny Omega. Even though yeah. Kenny was meant to lose the AAA title. We would have been seeing cracks of okay, yeah. cool. He's eventually going to lose the AEW yeah. title. Now, but Kenny's one's weird because when it's guys like I don't know if you guys will say whenever I see Kenny in a match, a title match, I feel like he's going to lose. But he always does something in the end to rip it. Like for example, Kenny, I thought 
I Kenny thought, is one of them people. I thought he reminds me of John Cena back in the day. Not yeah. in terms of like burying people. Yeah. No, not yeah, not like, the, like the way if he I wins. If I don't defend the title, I know you're gonna win. You think? Hundred percent. I mean, as in like for example, like in the Andrade match, I thought that. Andrade would have just put him in a roll up or like hit him with it. Like hit him with the, actually, he gets the title and hits him with him. But obviously, Kenny hit him with it. I feel like Kenny's got a way of like telling the story where it's like, cool, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, but at the end, at the end of the game, I'm going to win. And he's, he's, he's done that with flipping, um, what's that title defense he had? Was it? Was like, even the Moxie one, even when he did get the title, bro, he cheated to win it. Yeah. Like when he cheats, like, it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, bro, is this guy actually going to win it or like, is he going to lose? I hear what you're saying. <clears throat> like, even when Christian defeated him, yeah, I was shocked, but I wasn't shocked. No, but you the, what I mean? the I thing is, yeah, what they've done on AEW, they've made Kenny look mad vulnerable very recently. Yeah. And that's that's, well, that's well, what I'm saying. Because look, look. It works look, though, it was working. Look, even go back to Jungle Boy, for, for, look, even go back to Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah. uh, what was it? Was it? Double or nothing. Double or nothing, yeah. Double or nothing, right? He cheated to win, yeah. like, blatantly. Yeah. Cool. Oh, the triple threat match. Yeah, triple yeah, threat match. He cheated to win blatantly. That match is sick. Then Jungle Boy, he beat Jungle Boy clean. But like, it's still a bit of a cheat though. He put the towel, put the towels in there. No, no, not jungle. No, that was oh, that's that was thingy match. Yeah, that was. How did he beat jungle boy again? No, he beat jungle boy clean. Yeah, he beat jungle boy clean. But jungle boy was like putting him through. Putting mad work. Putting mad work. Mad work. Like every time Kenny's been out, yeah, he looks vulnerable. So it's like you're slowly building. You're slowly building certain things, and it's like even with the whole hangman page stuff, it's like you could you're looking at hangman page. Hangman page could possibly beat this guy. Yeah, with Roman. Invincible. Invincible, yeah. He's, he's, invin- he's, he's, yeah. he's invincible, bro. And Kenny's whole story arc has been him being very vulnerable and yes. very, very insecure. Yeah. yeah. Very insecure as it is anyway. So that makes sense. But like I said with Roman, we've not really seen any no cracks. Crack. No and even cracks the whatsoever. Kevin Owens one you mentioned, that was an accident. An accident, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, and but it, even, and even, even though it was an accident, Kevin Owens should have won. We still felt like, raw. Kevin could actually win this. Yeah. yeah. But then obviously the referee now stopped counting and yeah, 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 yeah. messed yeah. up, you know what I'm saying? Trust yeah. yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you watch? How did you find? I, I haven't seen the Andrade match. I couldn't yeah, I oh, it was, was alright. It was I decent. Um, when I saw Ric Flair, they started doing the chop. I said, "I'm not watching." That was cool. <laughs> that, that was a cool. That was a cool moment. Um, it was very. It was. Do you know it's about Triple A? Yeah, I don't know what it is, bro. Like, I don't know what it is. Do is, I'll be very honest with you, and because I've, yeah, yeah, I've paid attention that. to Triple A for like maybe like four, like six years now. Yeah, really. it is very weird. Yeah. Especially when they do uh, like the whole Marvel collaboration thing. Marvel? They, yeah, they'll have someone dress up as Hulk and Thanos and I've no I didn't see that. You should probably skip to the the, I main, skip event. the main event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I think Boss has the um the plug in it. So basically what he's done is on part one, part two, main event. <laughs> <laughs> main event HQ. That's like, wait, I'm not watching that much, I'm watching this one. Fam, I bought the ticket straight away. I watched that quickly. I'm dead. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's a bit weird, fam. Yeah, no, I don't know. They, they love their multi man matches and eight man. No contest, you'll probably be the best person to chat yeah, to. Yeah, we need to chat to Sage again, man. Yeah, big up Sage every single time. Yeah. Uh, Rampage. Rampage is amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Love quick quick viewing. I felt like I was watching like um, Heat, but it was a, 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 a heavy, big heavy. Deal. Big deal. Big, 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 big yeah. Good show, yeah, man. Mandem, Christian Cage. You love Christian Cage in Impact World Fam, Champion. You nearly, you, nearly, you nearly got us cooked on internet, fam. Man, let oh. them cook us. What are they going to oh, do? Cook you, fam. You know that chief of TI when he's I'm taking yeah. a finger from another. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Give us back and you're made approved, fam. I'm going to quote something that I said on Twitter, Christian Cage is the only man that can go in a Royal Rumble in 2021 and in that same year, become an Impact World Champion. Now, when I saw that fact, Where's like, his what, cal- what is his counterpart doing right no, now? But what, but no, but geez, well, there was one tweet you said about um, Christian being better than Edge, and I agree, as of now. No, Christian but, is, 
today. today. No, 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 no. As of the year, they've had. Yeah. But it's double V though. But then generally, I, I mean, if someone said to me they've enjoyed Christian more than they've enjoyed but, Edge over the years, I will never argue with them. But it's because I feel like Christian is not given enough dues. Bro, Christian is one of the best. Christian, sick, ever. Yeah. see that same way. But can we, can we, can you, can you say this though? It's, it's double W. W always gonna have to like. Vince has never rated Christian. That's I mean, and Edge, but what about it? But, but, but I'm saying, if Edge, if Edge was flying as well, I'm sure Edge would do bits as well. No, no Edge will do bits, but what? What mm-hmm. it is it's that in what WWE? If Edge flew, if Edge flew as well, wouldn't Edge be doing bits? As in, so AEW, AEW, any other, any other, or, any other. I can't, I can't see him. I don't know. But the thing with Christian, yeah, Christian, 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 in the back, he's in the back, he's in the back, every week. He's in the back. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, no, no, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. See with Christian Cage, yeah. You know that saying where they say, "Go where you're appreciated, not where you're tolerated." I feel like that applies to him because WWE obviously didn't rate him. So when he went to TNA, he saw what they were doing for yeah. him. We really got to see well. the best of Christian. That was that ring of honor. We got to see the best yeah. of him, man. Yeah. WWE will never give him that kind of treatment. No, they did. Got... They did. When he when he beat, was he did he beat Randy Orton? No, Randy 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 they gave him the, the, the title the, the, the for title, two weeks. Yeah, the title run was brief. Yeah, and, and he lost and, it. And then yeah. they had, and they had him chasing it. Yeah, no, they didn't rate him. They just did that because obviously in that same year, Edge kind of had to retire. So it was done out of sympathy. It wasn't done out of gen. Yeah, it wasn't genuine, genuine, that, genuine oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. otherwise he would have just been ECW heavyweight champion. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, but I went to him become in the thing NWA heavyweight and champion. The thing well. about Christian, yeah, you gotta remember, man, man has come how, how long ago? Seven year layoff, innit? Yeah, so bro, I can't lie. Like when Christian came, yeah, I thought. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, Christian's going to be. I wasn't, I wasn't happy. Yeah, I can't remember that. But what he he's exceeded my expectations. Oh, like, like, he's definitely. Like, I was definite. like, bro, like Christian's putting it, like put it this way, yeah. Like I'm actually excited for the rematch now. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Like obviously, and what they've done is smart, yeah. Because now they've made it. They're gonna make a title versus title, wouldn't it? So mm. the stakes are high. Also, yeah. if mm. switch, so I think Kenny's gonna get back the title. Oh, 100 percent. Kenny's gonna get back. I, I think it's one of those um, feel good moments. The fact Christian's won the. I think I think it might be a span in the works. Could this is to replace Hamman Page. It's gonna be a span in the works. What Kenny? Now nah, Kenny, Kenny's not. I mean, Kenny I, I don't lose to anyone. I mean, as in, I don't know. I maybe maybe I'm doing too much um story. T- um, what's called it? Long term storytelling. But obviously, <laughs> MBT. Um, I see Kenny Omega not trying to mention Daniel Bryan's name. Oh, no. oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw but that. that might be a spell in the works. I don't know. I don't know. But, Dan, but Daniel Bryan's later though. He's probably like new. He's probably Daniel Bryan's probably coming in September. It's not, it's not. Yeah, because New York show. That's it's, Daniel. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Daniel. I think Punk is. Punk is yeah, 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 yeah. But that was New York, and even if Punk doesn't come out, I won't be upset. Though, but yeah, I'll be upset. Though. I'll, I'll, I won't be upset. I'll be upset. Bro. I feel like I feel like the internet has overhyped it more yeah, than yeah, AEW. Yeah. It's, it's I, like I a. Like, yeah. I, like, I like that because AEW haven't really had to. Yeah, yeah. Any of, they've, any like, they've, they've plotted yeah. um, yeah. seeds for us. Yeah. But they've not confirmed anything. So, so they, now, now yeah. they're there. Oh, really no, no, don't reveal them. AW is your own. We yeah, didn't say anything. It's your own. But I hear it, yeah, but I can't like. Is that Kanye? What Kanye is doing now? I'll release my album next week. He yeah. said that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> but, but you see the way AW are playing into it, yeah. It's like to, Tony Khan has been quick to shut down things before. Mm-hmm. So like, like oh, you're talking about in terms of shutting, like he hasn't yeah, said. Yeah, 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 he hasn't said, like, he's been quick to shut down rumors that have no, like, basis in reality. He's been quite, he's been like, yeah, you, like every time they ask him, like, I can't really talk about that. But, but, sometimes, nice. but sometimes you just have to let, let the internet talk. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, just let it make, make it. Oh my God, yeah. Man, I can't wait. I didn't, send, I didn't send you guys, because even before, before Sting even debuted, people were safe for time. Yeah, Sting's coming, Sting's coming, Sting's mm-hmm. coming. Tony can't even say anything. He just left people. After a while, it died out, and then Sting ended up debuting. I was like, oh shit. That was nuts. I think it might, even if it's not Friday, 
I think it's all out. I think I think he's there. Yeah. I think he's but there. the problem with all out, if he comes all out, it's gonna look like it takes the shine off bare stuff, bro. It's gonna take uh, the shine. That's what I said. I said he might as well come out like a dynamite. Where everyone's actually watching it. 3 a.m., bro. bro. I do not want to fall asleep when CM Punk comes let, out let, let and me, see you, man, tweet. Oh, yeah, he's let, here. Let, let me not lie. It will make sense for him to come out on Friday. Nah, because so it's, it's in Chicago. I understand yeah, that. It's, Chicago, I understand that. It's, it's, the first, it's the first dance, what we call it, the yeah. ramp of, Yeah, first bro. dance. And because SummerSlam is on Saturday, they want everyone to be talking about AEW. If CM Punk comes out on Friday in SummerSlam, Bad everyone's going to be serious. How, how, how mad would you feel if CM Punk came out of some, uh, SummerSlam? <laughs> Boom! Do you know that would break the internet? Yeah, no, it'll Internet break finish. Break internet finish. After a long hiatus, see your pocket was at WWE Arena. Oh my god, she's back. Oh my god, she's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you even see the reference. I've seen it. It must have said long term storytelling. I feel like with the CM Punk stuff, yeah, it's like, yeah, like I'm not, I, I'm not black. I'm not, I'm quite confident it's going to happen, mm. but I'm not all the way in. But yeah, yeah. Can't lie, but if he comes out on Friday. It's not still. I need to set my alarm. I'm gonna try to because I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be up anyway because of thing. Yeah, I might have to go you out and then come go home. No, I don't do. You put your put your alarm on. Put your alarm on. Because I can't. I can't. Or sleep. Up. Sleep in the living. Sleep in the living room. That's yeah. what I do. Now, worst case yeah. scenario, if he doesn't come, cool, fair enough. Yeah. If he comes and I'm asleep, it's a hell. I'm waking yeah, up. It's it's a myth, hell. Yeah, it's a hell. Link, 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 Link is gonna spoil it in the group. Link is gonna spoil it in the group. I'm gonna have to move him. Oh my god. My bonus! <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone tweeted today, yeah, that what should happen on uh, thing because you know today is um, Jericho's last labor, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. MJ should come up to CM Punk's uh, theme song. Uh, no, so no. you share, yeah, the, the first, the first couple. Um, yeah. No, like, but then that gives it away that he's definitely coming. Then. If that was no, but then that gets people that that then draws the audience for people to come and watch on Friday. That's like, smart. But no, no, I'll be, I'll be fuming. I'm I'll not gonna lie. Because because the no. they've done their job. Oh, but they've, they've, they've teased it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazingly, yeah. on AEW, on BTE, exactly. even in NFL, talking about as well. Exactly, like yeah. they've done their mm. bruv. They sold bruv. That stadium, they sold out stadium because of rumors, bruv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just rumors, and like mm. they've done it. And it needs a plus. It needs to be derby. It needs to be derby. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I, I should have bought Bernard. Even, even on nothing happened on Rampage, fam. Me. Miro is the. Oh, Miro's sick. Remember when we had the episode, I'm uh, talking about 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to people, listen, don't mind. Tony Khan knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yes, Miro's a joke man at the moment, but I promise you, Miro is going to have an amazing year. And, bro, I'm. I found Miro. He's, what does he call himself? The Redeemer. The Redeemer. God's favorite God's champion. champion. God's favorite he's, the champion he's the best mid card champion this year. And he can easily be AW champion as well. Easily. 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 It's coming, it's coming. Easily. Easily. Like, fam, even that Fuego, there was so much. I big up Fuego, big up Fuego, there was so much. That was wholesome, that was wholesome. Fuego, the bruv. What do you do? What do you do? Tornado DDT, I was like, yeah. eh? Bro, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Match, yeah, yeah. Even just him getting the contract after, because he didn't- That was wholesome, that was wholesome. Yeah, fam. You see that ringside, you see that what, ringside? Fuck ringside news, man. Are they religious, uh, fam? I thought, fam, are they religious? What's wrong with them? What did they do? So they basically- They DM'd Fuego, they're so saying, oh, we know you got your contract time ago. You're just acting up. It's a shoot. It's a shoot. It's a shoot. I mean, it's a work. It's a work or something stupid. Like it's a work, yeah, but they're not reputable anyways, man. They've just got a fucking verified tick. For no yeah, reason. that's what I think. I was like, fam, you're verified. Why are you acting like this? <laughs> F- fam, fuck ringside news, man. Mind my yeah. language. But, um, yeah, man. The, the, that, that was... And then obviously the Brick Bay conversation. Uh, ah, that match was... That, no, that match that was, was fine. That match was, that was a sleeper, okay. you know? That match was fine. That match was okay. It was a sleeper still, so I can't lie. 
Sleeper still. Um, Jamie Hayter, she um, debuted. Fam, fam, I thought that was Becky Lynch. <laughs> I swear, hand on my heart. I said, wait, what? <laughs> they mishandled that debut, I can't even lie. Why did she come out like that? I don't know. I, I don't know. She's lost so much weight and she's in great shape. She should have dressed like China, big man. Too. Yeah, she should have come in a bit like she like, had a just, hat on. Yeah, exactly. She, I don't know, man. She yeah. dressed like she's a, like she's a security guard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. One day we need to have a, a chat about. You see, when um, we talk about um things we don't like in wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling security guards they piss me off. Yeah, yeah. So what happens at NXT? What happens at NXT? I saw the video and I was like, yeah, why are yeah. the security guards doing this? You're meant to be stopping yeah, the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think what security guards need to do, they need to act like they act. They need to stop acting like they're acting. Mm. They need to act like they need to stop acting like referees. You yeah. guys are meant to be like muscle. Why are you guys? They yeah. need to go back to you see when TNA had um Ron and Don Harris and they had got um what's his name Jamie um no, not Jamie I was about to say Jamie Rakes. No, Jamie, Jamie Noble. Noble. Not Jamie Noble. What's this guy on um WWE now? The one with the tattoos that was with um Elias. Um Jackson J- J- Rackard. Jackson Rackard. Yeah. When they had him as a security guard, they need to go back to having serious security guards that are on smoke. Yeah. yeah. On smoke. Oh, don't have good... no security at all because we're tired of You're better off getting all the wrestlers coming. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. But even, even, even that's stupid as well. Yeah, it's very dumb. Like, you're seeing your favorite wrestler getting pammed in the face. Like, yeah. for what reason? You're seeing Finn Balor getting Braun Strowman. One day, I just want to see one of these security guards fight back and really rap. Has that happened? Maybe someone impact. There's nothing up in WWE. No. They just hire better security. They do, they do. No, they do. But give it a couple years. You see on what culture? Five famous wrestlers that became. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's seen. security guys are wrestlers. Does he, does he look man like Parker Bud? <laughs> oh, shit. First jokes. New Japan, that New Japan Resurgence show. That was pretty, that was, that was oh, good, bro. I couldn't good watch that, you know. That was good show. Bruv, that was good I, mean, show. I said this on Twitter. We need to put respect on Tomohiro Ishii, bro. Yeah, that match with Moose was oh, crazy. Oh, I'm sick, yeah. Oh. Crazy. And Leo Rush is back. Yeah, I see him still. Yeah. yeah. Leo Rush is back. Six, six, man, tag, six man tag match. I'm not going to lie. I, was, I didn't really care about the tag matches. No, no, no. I didn't care. No, no. I didn't. All, all it I was cared, fun. All I, I cared was about the ending when, when G.O.D. came yeah, out that to was confront. Um, when G.O.D. came out to confront the good brother. Yeah, that was sick. That was sick. When we just saw... And then those bare references for that pay per view, like things are happening. Bro. I feel well, like the Forbidden feel, Door. It's open. It's, it's kicked open. 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 It's not even there no more. Willow Spray. I'm not gonna lie. Willow Spray is the man. He has got his character down, down. to it. Properly. I need to watch that program. As in, promo, I so. believe him. Yeah. What was he saying? I believe him so much. What's in? What was he? What was he? Basically, saying? he was basically saying he was like basically like you you don't need to call Shingo the interim champion. Because I'm the real champ. Man said interim. Well, Shingo, Shingo's got the top. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. um, Will Ospreay didn't. Uh, is there, is there two titles? Then? No, no, no. There's what? So basically, Will Ospreay got stripped of his title. Yeah, um, but he had a title on him though. Yeah, no, no. He got stripped, but he, he still has his title. Oh. So he got stripped of the title. Um, Shingo's the official champion, but he was saying, "Listen, I beat Shingo um at New Japan Cup. I'm the real champion, but I'm not going back to you, man, in Japan because you lot violated. So guess what? I'm staying in. I'm staying in the US." And any promotion, he said, any promotion that wants it, or to, to them wankers in AEW, you can get it. To the guys in Impact, you can get it. Everyone here, I'm the real champ. The you that the um, I'm the real champ, and I'm fighting in the states. And even Jay White caught a promo like that. Jay White was saying, "Listen, I'm the best. I'm the grand well, I'm the Grand Slam champion. I've won this. I've won this. The guy you rate, Kenny Omega, I beat him. Right, 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 bro. The door." Is open, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then even in the Tanahashi, um, 
Lance. That was a good match as well. Was was Moss in the crowd? Yeah, Moss was in the crowd. With a with a title. No, he was sitting next to the title. He was sitting next to the title, and then basically Moxie got pissed off that um. Moxie got pissed off that Lance Archer won in it. Yeah. So, um, Moxie that left the match in it, but um, Lance Archer was like, "Listen, Tanahashi, you did this year. Next time you're in America, you're gonna defend that title on Dynamite." He told not. He told uh, Tanahashi's like, "I promise." Okay. It is mad in the dunya. I'm telling you, we're gonna <laughs> see madness. The, like the pay-per-view as a whole year was a decent show. Yeah. But the future... The opening match with um, Carl Fredericks and... and yeah, the other guy, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Don't know, I need to watch the that LA again. Dojo is... is I, was, I, was, I, was, I was watching it while I was going, getting ready to go to Think Horrible, isn't it? So I don't think I could probably enjoy it. Nah, but like the implications this has for the future, I'm telling you, like, it's a madness. Like, I'm telling you, in the next couple months, pay attention to the landscape yeah. because it's a madness. And because of Willow Spray... There's at least ten companies that are going to be involved at this point. Oh, facts, yeah. facts. Yeah, Ref Pro, Ref Pro, PWX, Everyone. OTT. Um, Did he mention Crash. PWG? Yeah, um, I don't think he mentioned PWG, but yeah, it's looking to be. Can I ask something? Yeah, I just know it's happening. Bro, before, the man. landscape. Can't 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 Will Spray just turn up at a WWE event and just in an audience? I don't put a camera. They probably wouldn't. They don't, 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 don't take notice of it. Don't take notice of him in it. No, don't let him in the building. I mean, they'll probably let him because obviously um, he's a spirit, the business right? is in um, NXT UK. Oh, she's oh she's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, don't let him in. Like, don't let him in the building. Like, yeah. bare man have been watching shows, yeah. but at the end of the day, like these companies don't have a working relationship. And WWE's mm. philosophy is that fam, we don't care about. Since you don't care. Come, come here. But this is exciting. It's not still. And then now you add more man to the mix. You could you're adding CM Punk. Now you're adding Brian. Who knows Bro. if you're adding Adam Cole? It's, it's a universe mode. I can't lie. I, I got a question, fam. Did you lot see this coming like four this years ago? This meeting is being recorded. Uh, so, guys, we have an amazing special guest. Um, I, I, I don't even know how to introduce him. There's so much to say about him. So, would you like to introduce yourself? Well, I'd like to hear your attempt at an introduction. I'm, I'm getting flattered here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the founder, the godfather of one of the premier UK promotions, one of the premier promotions in the world. Globe. We have Global, yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy Crawdon. Was that a good? Was that a good attempt? <laughs> I enjoyed that. Thank you. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good. It's a, it's a manic time right now. I've had 18 months of doing absolutely nothing but stressing and worrying, and now I'm uh, stressing and worrying and doing stuff at the same time. So it's a little bit hectic at the moment. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man, um, bro. We've been to we've been to two of your shows, man. So the first time we went to was at um, um, cockpit. Cockpit. I can't remember which one. It was. And I forgot who had who had lined that show. I think. Um, who, um, it was the first time seeing Great Khan and um, Great Khan. Um, was yeah, it was it was an amazing event, and I was like, bro, I need to hit to I need to come to more ref pro shows. Then obviously COVID happened, and after we gone to your last show, and I was like, bro, like I missed this energy, fam. I'm sure you probably clocked us in the back. I well, to be honest, no, I didn't. Right, but yeah. I think I think I was everyone was uh, everyone was real involved, and there was a great atmosphere on that night. But I did see your video after after the show. Um, and I thought it was great. I loved the energy. Um, Appreciate and, it, man. Uh, and it was, it, but that's exactly what wrestling's all about. You yeah, know? yeah. Like you could try and, uh, you know, it's, it's real hard to be able to explain to people what, 
what this whole thing is all about, right? But I think if you point people to your video and, you know, you can really see the energy and feel just the, just that great environment. And that's what wrestling is all about. So uh, so thanks for coming, guys. And thank you for, for bringing that energy and and displaying that energy to to your audience via the, the old YouTube. Um, like it really made me smile watching that video because oh, to man. me, that's everything that wrestling should be about. You just go, you just go to, you know, lose all your inhibitions, have a good time, make some noise yeah. um, and, uh, and be taken on a journey. And for, you know, for that two and a half hours or whatever, you just forget about the outside world and uh, and just have a good time. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what it's about, man. And I think for me personally, I'm gutted because like me and me and Delboy went uni together in Portsmouth. And I know your thing in Portsmouth is different. Like you, like you're everywhere in Portsmouth. And when Delboy was telling me that, oh, um, there was like a big wrestling company in Portsmouth, and you had people like likes of I think Finn Balor was, Finn Balor was yeah, Balor? Prince Devitt, Prince uh, Devitt. I think Bret Hart even came down for yeah, them, so. like yeah. all these other wrestlers. And I'm like, bro, I wish I can go back in time and just you know just re re roll myself into uni and just like you know just live it. But yeah, talk to yeah, talk to me about your humble beginnings, man. Like, how did you get into this? How did you start off? Um, I was just a kid that loved wrestling. I think um. I've told the story time and time again. So like, if, if I'm boring, you just uh, let me know. No, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but I guess like, uh, I, I kind of came from, a, I, I, I guess it was a poor family. Um, and, but my aunt was rich. All right. But I don't think really rich, but I think comparatively to, um, to, to us, she was rich or seemed to be rich anyway. Um, she had a swimming pool in her garden. So that's rich, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's rich, rich. <laughs> And anyway, um, she uh, she had Sky TV, which again, like now it's a lot more common to have Sky TV. But back in the days, um, it, it wasn't common to have Sky at all. Um, and in my family, there's like me and my sister, my twin sister um, on my mum's side of the family. And then it's all girls on her side of the family, apart from uh, I've got one cousin who was naughty. He was a naughty boy growing up. So I never really used to see him that much. Uh, but like uh, there was uh, there was loads of. Uh, all the, all the cousins were girls, right? And it was fine. Like, I used to play with them and stuff. But at times, you know, I just didn't want to play Barbie anymore or whatever, you know, whatever <laughs> games they were playing. Um, and I was bored and kicking up a fuss, um, which was unlike me because I was always a well-behaved young child. But, uh, you know, it was just, I was just, I guess I just had enough. And my aunt used to just so happen to tape wrestling for the neighbours um, who live next door. Um, and she was like, well, do you want to try this wrestling out? You know, she asked my mum if it was okay. My mum's like, yeah. Puts in this videotape of this wrestling and just my mind was blown. I was captivated. And it was like the kind of larger than life characters, the bright lights, uh, just everything, every single aspect of pro wrestling. It just captivated me. I think wrestling's a very much a sensory thing. Mm. Um, and as a young child, it's like bright lights, big muscles, loud noises, crashes and bangs you know um and it just captivated me and the big characters that you used to have in the 90s as well then from that moment on i was absolutely hooked used to go to my aunt's every single week to watch her wrestling no more complaints from me about having to go to Auntie <laughs> house. Yeah. And, uh, um, and yeah and that was it that was that was me from that point on i immersed myself with every single aspect of pro wrestling you know i ate the crisps mm. i you know, I bought the action figures, played with the battered toys, yeah, you know, yeah. like just any, any bit of wrestling I could get involved with, I got involved with, yeah. um, which in many ways led me to 
kind of getting involved with British wrestling um, many years later. Um, do you want to hear that story now? Oh, 100%. Yeah, please, man. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so, um, so, again, I actually once, uh, to illustrate what a poor family we were, um, I want, and really, now I'm, I'm telling this story, I'm thinking Auntie Mavis should have probably chipped in here. Uh, <laughs> in, 19, uh, in 1993, I won a, uh, maybe it was, yeah, I say 1993, I won in WWF magazine, I won a uh, pair of tickets to go and watch WWF in Earl's Court, oh, which man. I think was the Hulk Hogan tour, uh, which is just, just after WrestleMania. Um, and I lived in South End in Essex at the time. Um, which about an hour, hour and a half um, from Ells Court. And my family couldn't afford the, the train tickets to get us to the show. So I never got to see that show. Oh, um, man. So, you know, so even though we had free tickets, I've still got the unused tickets and letter from WWF magazine to this day as a reminder, um, but a kind of a motivator more than anything, you know, um, because, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I'm ragging on my childhood because I, I had the best childhood. I was loved and I didn't feel you know, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything, but, um, you know, as a result of missing out on that, I think my mom had like almost a sense of guilt. Um, so anytime there was any opportunities to do anything wrestling related, we would go to it. Um, and that included British professional wrestling. Um, and to be quite frank, the shows we saw were terrible, you know, it was like, uh, <laughs> you know, rinky dink rings, like literally falling to pieces, um, you know, with ropes literally hanging down onto the canvas. There was some shows we, we went to see which were like stage shows where the ring was up on a stage and you know you'd not only would you feel like the ring was going to collapse but every time the wrestlers hit the ropes the the ring would edge closer and closer oh, to the stage. <laughs> miracle just... an absolute miracle that it never collapsed onto the floor um i remember one show just to illustrate the, the style of show i remember one show the big villain of the piece blondie barrett he uh who I, I like a lot. Um, I did some camps with him uh, many years ago. Um, but like, uh, he uh, he attacked the big baby face with a wooden coat hanger. What? And that was just, that kind of, um, it really, to me, summed up British wrestling. I always say to the, the guys and girls at training school, the British wrestling used to have a that will do attitude, you know, in terms of like, oh, we need to attack the, the good guy with a weapon at the end of a show. We we don't have any chairs or anything. Oh, here's a wooden coat hanger. That'll do. Do you know what I mean? That was a, that was a kind of mentality. Um, and there were some better shows. Like, as with everything, there's some better shows, some worse shows. Um, and once I did convince a, a group of mates to come to a, to a show, which was a higher quality than normal um, per, you know, early 2000s Brit Res standards. Um, and I, I managed to convince, like, maybe 10, 15, no, I think it was about 15 lads to come, you know, right. from my school. And then um, the next time we came, there was four people. Then the next time it was just me. <laughs> so, you know, cause that, and that just shows you what, you know, what the show was like. And I guess from that point on, I, I always had in the back of my mind, I would love to be able to produce something in Great Britain, which people could get behind that people wouldn't be ashamed of. Um, and I kind of found that with a promotion called FWA. Oh yes, uh, Frontier Wrestling. And, and then, yeah, and the first incarnation, not the second incarnation, oh. <laughs> but, uh, but like, uh, you know, they had production values that bring over imports. So that was the first place I saw Christopher Daniels live and AJ Styles live. Oh. Um, and, you know, they had real production and they had wrestlers. So one of the things which um, typified the, the shows I used to go and see is you used to have a big G at the end of a show. It'd be like, next time we're going to have a street fight. 
and then they'd come back the next time and there's a completely different crew of wrestlers and you know they didn't even bother with any kind of continuity and storylines and stuff like that whereas fwa they had that continuity they had the storylines and they had the imports that i didn't know who they were at the time but you know like eventually i'd find out who they were because they used the best guys you know um and the first like the first time i saw aj styles it absolutely blew my mind you know and um it was just uh it was just a good time and and kind of through my association with going to the shows again i always say like one of the beauties of british wrestling at the time um was also one of its detriments which is is very easy to get into in terms of like you know there weren't that many people going to the shows and the majority of the people at the fwa shows i didn't know at the time but the majority of the people at the shows were trainees of fwa so the big reactions that the characters would get because it's the trainees who are essentially plants, but they're trying to help their mates, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that, and that was kind of infectious, you know. Like the guys that they cheered, I was instantly like, "Oh, these guys are stars," you know. They know who they are. They've got their own chance for these guys. It's not just, you know, it's not just boo yay, boo yay. You know, it's not just like, "Come on, insert local t- town here," you know. <laughs> um, so, so that's kind of how, um, you know, FWA kind of got me. And then um, one of the lads that I kind of met through the shows, um, you know, there used to be uh, BraveNet forums, the FWA fan forum before it merged with the UK fan forum was like a, um, it was, I don't know if you remember BraveNet forums. I remember BraveNet. I used to get caught from there. BraveNet. And like, but you didn't need to, you didn't need any verification. So like, I could post as Andy Quilden, but you could also post as Andy Quilden. You just entered whatever name you wanted and posted um and i made a few friends via that um and um and then that's kind of um one of my mates who i went with he happened to do some training um at the training center in portsmouth at the time um and he'd injured his knee so he couldn't really wrestle anymore he'd like really badly injured his knee um but fwa were doing a referees course um and he was wanting to do it and he essentially just said do you want to come along he was based in chelmsford and i was based in south end so we're only about half an hour train ride away from each other. Um, and he said, you, you know, do you want to come along? Um, and his brother went to uni in Portsmouth as well. So he's like, you know, we can stay over at my brother's house. Um, and uh, yeah, went along. Um, and I was, you know, without blowing my own horn, I was the best referee there. And they invited me back to Jeez. come and start refereeing on their shows. But it was one of those things where I was a lifelong wrestling fan. So it was easy, you know, it was easy playing the part of a referee. And I say that to all the trainees as well. If they're lifelong fans, their job's a lot easier than people who, you know, got into it, um, you know, when John Cena was a, you know, was a top guy, you know, it's a, it's a lot easier for people who've been watching it their whole lives. Um, but a lot, for a lot of people, John Cena was the top guy when they were like five and now they're like, you know, oh, grown you? up. Really <laughs> I think that's yeah. NK. NK is one of the guys that's like, John Cena's a top guy for him. Yeah, my guy is Bret Hart. That was my top guy. He's the one. Well done. You're my favourite. <laughs> Who's your top guy? Chris Shaker. Who's my top guy at the yeah, time when yeah, I was starting? Yeah, yeah. When I started, like, Stone Cold The Rock. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. My guy is Bret Hart. And you? Um, Stone Cold. Stone Cold? No, no. Oh, Triple, wait. It was Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Triple H, that's your, yeah. That, that's how it started. Yeah, it's Bret Hart all the way for me, but, um, yeah, me. you know, but I, but I do feel that Attitude Era did, um, you know, the, the, the boom of the British wrestling, um, it really was because of the Attitude Era. Um, I always say, like, everyone's always like, oh, 
you know, like I want WWE to do well because when WWE does well, there's like that knock-on effect yeah, in the every, UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but no one really sees that. Um, you know, when wrestling is hot in the major provider, everyone else within the industry is de facto hot, you know. Um, and uh, through the Attitude Era, um, that's where you've got your, I'm going to call it the backbone of um, professional wrestlers, which then taught the next generation the job. Mm. essentially you know and like the, the mentality was changed like locker rooms used to be horrible like a real real horrible but like when i say horrible it used to be like almost a comfort confrontational uh place to be uh, a locker room and it would be real uneasy and an unwelcoming is that, what, is that what undertaker was talking about in his um joe rogan podcast saying that how the in the locker room there they had wrestlers holding knives and Holding like, sniffing you know, cocaine. sniffing cocaine, having guns and stuff. And now the boys are there with the Nintendo DS and PSPs. And is that yeah. what he was talking about? I'll tell you what, and I, I prefer the days of the, the current day with, the, you know, with their computer games. Trust you know me, I mean? like, trust yeah. me. The, the, like the environment, like, I can't emphasize enough, like just the environment now is just so much nicer than it was then. I mean, it's still not perfect. Obviously nothing ever is, but like the environment then was just horrible. And there used to be certain shows you'd do, you'd look and you'd see who's on the bill, you'd see certain names and you'd be like, oh, it's going to be a long day today. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and also other times you'd be like, oh God, I hope someone else, like, because me, you know, when I first got in, like when, especially when you first start, it's always a young one that gets kind of a, uh, you know, the ribbing and the, Man, you know, yeah. the teasing and whatever have you. And like, you'd always look and be like, oh, I hope there's someone else on the card who's like, you know, less experienced than me or whatever. Or I hope there's a, you know, an international wrestler who's, you know, on a tour, who's about to get bullied by someone instead of me, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's what it used to be like. And, uh, you know, the group of people that I kind of came through with, we kind of made it our mission statement to to sort that, not sort that stuff out, but like, we didn't want our lock. We wanted to learn from those mistakes, and we wanted our locker rooms to be much more inviting and nicer places to be around. Um, so, um, so yeah. But they all came. Uh, the that backbone all came from that attitude era, and then obviously when you've got those people working at such a higher standard, like they were, and they were only getting better as well, and were super young. Um, then when the generation that probably is most popular that you know, were were at the forefront during that boom period. They learned from that backbone. Like, you know, and I'm talking about guys like your Martin Stones, who's Danny Birch now, and yeah. uh, Spards, yeah. who's Drake Maverick, um, a guy called Jack Storm, Dave Mastiff, you know, uh, Leroy Kincaid, guys like that. They were, um, they were very much like the backbone of this new school of professional wrestling um, and, and really they're probably the unsung heroes because they were the people who came before the boom, so to speak. Um, mm. But it's all because of the attitude era. And like I say, if wrestling never has that boom period again, then we will benefit long-term. Um, and it's almost like you think a little bit like, you know, AEW almost making wrestling yeah, I cool again. That. I don't know how much it is in the UK amongst non-wrestling fans. Cause that's the important thing, getting those non-wrestling fans um, invested in it. Um, but, You've, you've got a hope that, um, you know, that can almost inspire another generation of wrestlers because that's what's, that's what's needed to keep the industry rolling. Yeah, absolutely, man. I definitely agree. I definitely feel like, um, for me personally, speaking of AW, I definitely need to see more British faces in AW. I feel like there is a few, but like Kip Saban's not even there no more, is he? No, he's injured at the moment. Yeah, so I definitely see new, more faces in there. But um, I think the best question to ask right now is that obviously, 
um, Will Osprey appeared at the um, New Japan is it resurgence resurgence, resurgence um, pay per view, and he mentioned a few things. Um, how long is this year looking in terms of, you know, because obviously he's a champion right now, right? How long of how long is this year looking for you and the booking and stuff of Will Osprey? That's the what looking ahead to his booking? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, again. It's very much like I know where we're headed always, um, and we have a we have a clear direction of where we're headed. Um, so, and and I mean, we've got. I, I mean, the way I book really, so I know where we're headed, and the time scale of where we're headed depends on a number of factors. So, with Will, obviously, it depends on his availability is one of the key things, um, but it also depends on how the crowd are taking to certain things and responding to certain things. So obviously there's certain things like, for example, the Great British Tag League, which we've uh, been going through yeah. since we relaunched mm-hmm. and finishes this Saturday in Manchester. Um, that's kind of time sensitive because that's all set in stone. This is where we go. You know, we've got this round of matches here, this round of matches there, and the destination is Manchester. Um, however, you know, the storylines coming out of it and whatever, they might be planned a lot further in, a, in advance, um, but we don't, but a lot of it is listening to the crowd, you know, because we, we don't want to overstay our welcome. So, you know, I could tell you, I've got well over a year's worth of stuff in my mind of what we could do, but, you know, if the crowd, if, if so for example, if someone gets super hot or if a crowd start losing interest in something, then we may need to change directions. So like I say, like we know where the end destination is always, but what happens in between is kind of written in pencil. And so like, it's, it's really hard to give you a, an answer. It's almost like a, how long is a piece of string? Mm. Um, but, um, but what I will say is there's definitely long-term plans. Um, and there's more um, since we've come back from lockdown um, and throughout lockdown with the empty arena shows, really, um, the, the planning has been way more long-term than it's ever been before. The booking's been way more intricate if you decide to follow every single show than it's ever been before. Um, and it's uh, and as well, we, when we kind of lead into our our flagpole events, I guess we're no longer um, because there's no longer the, the opportunity to have that, um, you know, that indie name, um, you know, who we bring in from overseas um, as a headliner for one weekend. Um, obviously, we can still bring international talents in. But the way we're doing it is a lot different than the way it's been in the past. Um, so because we can't have that, you know, that that draw, so to speak. So, so we can't we can't bring in Suzuki for one weekend, for example. Um, therefore, we have to compensate for um, not having that draw by having another storyline driven match, because that's, in my mind, the way we generate interest. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, on any given night, we could book any of our guys against each other. Um, Therefore, how do we make it special? There has to be a reason. There always has to be a reason for the matches. And there was in the past for a lot of the matches, but we didn't have to have it for every match because we'd always be able to fall back on, you know, Suzuki's coming over or someone else is coming over. Um, so that's why now, it's uh, if you go to the shows now, you may notice they're quite a lot more storyline driven than they were in the past. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to ask a question. Um, as a promoter and as a booker, um, I want to go back to like maybe your first couple of shows. When did you realize that you had um a product that resonated with people? Because like Rev Pro is like 
probably the flagship company in the UK for wrestling. Hundred. When did you realize that? Oh my God, I have something that people are connecting with. Um, I don't know. Like I feel like a. So I used to book for a promotion called IPW in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, up to. Well, I guess two thousand twelve when Rev Pro was born. Um and really the key indicator for me it wasn't so much like oh my god i've got i'll tell you what i've got two parts to this answer so Mm -hmm. the first part is when i was booking for ipw and it was just literally we built guys who other people so fwa at the time weren't using guys properly and i'm talking about the spuds and martin stones of the world like martin stone was like alex shane's security guard and you know i'd recognized his ability because where i refereed i refereed all around the country mm-hmm. so i'd get the ability I'd, I'd see every single wrestler in every single environment you could imagine so i was able to pick out the diamonds in the rough and you know and i was able to be like wow that martin stone he's got something you know and i was able to you know book him as a focal point of the promotion um and when we were able to take the houses to the point where they were selling out every single show and on a monthly basis and the fact that it was probably it was your first real split of internet and local audience and when I was able to do that on a regular basis and hear the reactions and see the shows selling out um, that's when I knew I was onto something in terms of what I'm capable of doing you know putting shows together I mean we all like as wrestling fans we all fantasy book right Mm -hmm. and uh, and I think that in my mind, I was like, I'm the best booker in the world before I even booked a professional wrestling show. But then as stuff got going, I was like, no, I really am the best booker in the world. No, <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I was like, oh, wow, I've kind of got a knack of this and reading the people. And a lot of that went, came down to the referee and stuff. Because when you referee, and especially the way it used to be, I used to be one referee, referee in every single match. My record was I refereed 55 matches back to back when man. the FBA Academy did uh, their TV tapings in Haven. Um, and uh, but I'd referee every single match, and whilst I was refereeing every single match, you'd listen to the crowd and you'd see what they react to and what they didn't react to, and you'd I'd always well I'd always question myself if I was running this show how would I do things differently? And then it was a chance for me to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. So that's when I knew I was kind of onto something, and I've always had that confidence in my booking ability. So that's why when I was like, oh, we're not going to be able to lean on the new Japan talent anymore. Um, that's when I was like. You know, and, and and again, there's still a skill to booking. I don't think people realise there's still a skill to booking the New Japan talent in the most appropriate matches for them, in the most exciting matches. Um, and there's still an art to booking your freak show matches, like that Vader Osprey match. You know, <laughs> there's still an art to all of that stuff and laying that stuff out. Um, but so for me, you know, getting those crowds regular, that's when I was like, I've got an act for this. And then when I realized that Rev Pro was a real deal, because I always feel like, you know, we've been behind. So like when we first started to just crazily, when Rev Pro first launched, uh, which was almost uh, nine years ago to the day as we're approaching the nine year anniversary show. Um, and it was like the 26th of August was, a, was the first Rev Pro show. I announced it on the day that this is now Revolution Pro Wrestling. We use the same roster, the same champions that I've been putting in that building. but there almost seemed to be a pushback and it took me a while to build, start building that brand. Cause I've always been, you know, it's, it's not about the letters for me. It's not about the letters on the, you know, on the canvas or whatever. It's about what happens in the ring, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but it did take a while to rebuild from there. And then 
after that, we were always behind like Preston City Wrestling, ICW, Progress, um, What Culture, uh, which then became Defiance. We were always kind of, I mean, we were always mentioned in the, you know, in the same sentence as, but it was always and Rev Pro. And I feel the reason for that was because we were never a promotion which pandered to fans. We were always a promotion which was um, ring centric in our product. So, you know, you came for professional wrestling. Yeah. You know, you came based upon the strength of the card. You know, it wasn't about, you know, coming to hang out with your mates. That was a byproduct of it, you know. And we never tried to, um, you know, preach anything in terms of, you know, come join our gang and whatever have you, you know. Um, we were just like, come and watch wrestling fans join together in the one thing that we all love, that we all got in common, watch it, enjoy it, have a good time, and that's it, you know. Um and I think the, the the time when I really started to to you know appreciate what we had was when we did our first show in America, um, and just how receptive the American fans were to the product. Um, I think that was for me a real eye opener. And then even further, a couple of years later, when I went to Japan and and speaking to Japanese fans and seeing how respectful the Japanese fans were towards myself and Revolution Pro Wrestling, and then that's. You know, that's to me was like, wow, you know, this really is a lot bigger than I ever imagined it would get. And obviously there's milestones along the way, you know, like the first Your Call show um, was a big milestone and the first Your Call sellout and the consecutive Your Call sellouts and, you know, it, milestones along the way. Um, but I don't really feel like there's ever been that one moment where I'm like, I've made it because I don't think I have yet. I, yeah. I still feel that. We're, I always say to guys, you know, we're, I feel like if you're getting on board now, you're getting on board at ground level of a journey. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, pre COVID, February last year, um, that was about the time we were really starting to gather momentum and strength. And the summer was looking great and everything was looking good. Um, and then obviously COVID came and bang. And now we're back in that rebuilding process. But, yeah. you know, looking at the talent we have, um, and the directions we're going and the plans we have and just almost that determination from everyone involved to make something happen um, I feel like we're on the cusp of something again um, but I you know until we start running these big venues on a regular or semi-regular basis you know and making real money doing this I don't think that for everyone involved as well not just uh, you know the people at the top of the, the card I want everyone to be able to yeah. make money doing it you know um and uh i don't think it'd be until then when i say we've made it yeah, so yeah. i think but i think that's the important thing about you know you never get comfortable you know i feel like if you get comfortable that's when things start to go downhill um so i've tried to remain hungry i've tried, tried to remain focused and tried to you know remain uh targeted in in creating growth that's dope. Um, I had a final question for you. Um, a few months ago, MLW announced that you were part of their championship committee. So could you potentially see some sort of um, partnership with yourself and um, MLW? And could they, could this now open the quote-unquote forbidden door with Rev Pro and other American companies? Or Look at that smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't like, so I don't feel like we've ever had a forbidden door. Like, there was a there was a door that was open once with NXT UK, which was slammed shut. Yeah. Um, but then aside from that, I feel like 
you know, I've always maintained we will do good business with anyone who's open for doing good business, you know. So like um we've I've worked with numerous promotions around the world um on many different occasions. Um and I personally feel that that's the best way, you know, like again, it's real hard because there's so many egos involved, but I personally feel the best way for everyone to um, to thrive is for everyone to work together with no egos. And even with bigger companies, it has to be mutually beneficial. Yeah. My relationship with New Japan is very much mutually beneficial. You know, even though New Japan are without a doubt the A side of that partnership, you know, New Japan get a lot from that partnership as well. So um, it's it's about it's about finding that mutual understanding and that mutual ground. Um, and I think with MLW really it was um, the championship committee stuff is just almost just the start of the, let's say a getting to know each other um, process, because at the moment, whilst we both openly have expressed, we would like to work with one another. um, It's very hard with, you know, the travel restrictions as they are. Um, And at the moment it's a, it's a lot easier for us to bring guys in than it is for them to bring guys in. Yeah. You know, so, um, so we're hoping that, um, you know, USA do us a solid and open up the doors. I hope so. I'm supposed to be going to Disney in March. So <laughs> I can't wait for yeah. them to open up the borders. Yeah, yeah. One quick question before we ra- one quick question before we wrap up. Your your dream match, one MLW yeah. superstar, one Rev Pro superstar. Who are who who is it? Oh, I don't know. Um put me on the spot there, haven't you? <laughs> uh I don't know. I'd like to do something See, my guy from MLW who I love is Jacob Fatu. I was going to ask you, yes. You need to bring him over, please. <laughs> bring him over, I'll buy a thousand tickets. Um, I'll take you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Jacob Fatu's the guy. Um, Jacob Fatu and Osprey, Jacob Fatu mm. and RKJ. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many matches we could do. Uh, so, see, he's the, he's the guy, you know. Um, Looking at tag teams, I'd love to use a Von Eriks on a yeah, on a regular basis, rather yeah. than just uh, you know, rather than just bring them in for a one and done. You know, I'd like yeah. to to use them on the regular. Um, but they, you know, MLW they got some they got some good good talent, and uh, I yeah, I I'm I'm excited to see what could happen. Um, but also, I'm really excited to see what could happen in terms of our talent going out there as well. Yeah. Um, I think that that's. Uh, I don't know, like, it's it's weird. Like, I feel like that's the next thing for in terms of I need, I want more than anything, our guys to get the worldwide recognition that they deserve. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting. There's loads of guys, you know, like just a lot of people, just by the fact they come over from America, um, you know, they get this almost superstar treatment, so yeah, to speak, yeah. from the fans when, you know, they've got guys literally sat right in front of them who are every bit as good, if not better, who aren't appreciated to the same level. You know, when you look at like, um, you know, your Zach, Marty, Osprey, um, you know, that that class of guys, you know, Tommy Ends, um, Mark Andrews, Mark Haskins, you know, those guys who were perceived to be the, the you know, the top guys of British wrestling who got those superstar reactions during the boom period were literally sat on our laps for years before. And granted, it may have only been the 12 months prior that they were firing on all cylinders, but it wasn't until they went to America and got that respect from the American fans that then they were able to come back to England 
and get that star treatment from the English fans. You know, yeah. it's almost like, um, I don't want to say we're like almost shy of supporting our own, but I think sometimes we just don't realize how good we've got it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, and I know it's one of those things, you know, like America, you know, New York, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere, you know, but like, uh, I genuinely believe that we have guys who are literally right now at the very top of their game. And I, I, I want the world's eyeballs to be on them because, you know, once they start to get that worldwide hype, which they will, if Ricky Knight Jr. goes to America, gone. everyone absolutely know gone. Is, you know, um, and then if they get behind him when he comes back to England, superstar, everyone is going to, you know, do you know what I mean? So it's just a natural evolution. So that's that's I think the part that I'm most excited about is being able to expose that you know American audience um, to our our guys, you know. So. Um, we just got to hope that COVID sorts itself out and, uh, you know, we can get these borders opened up and we can start making some deals and start making some stuff happen because I think it's exciting for, for everyone involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, honestly, Andy, thank you for giving us your time, man. We need to oh, have you here live. Face to face, soon. yeah. We need to have you here live Honestly, soon. we need to have you face to face. Anytime. I hope, like, Again, I'm I'm very far away. That's the that's yeah. the issue. I mean, we might as well go back to Portsmouth. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind coming to Portsmouth. Yeah, we don't like, mind coming down to like, Portsmouth. That's, that's my second hometown. Yeah. Rest things on tour. Like my 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 thing in my spot is um Gunworth Keys, and uh, sometimes I used to go to I used to go to Liquid and Envy as Liquid well. Liquid so Envy. Tiger, I'm basically Tiger. a local. <laughs> I used to live on Sheffield Road. What year were you uh, around Portsmouth? So we uh, were. You were there 2012. I started in 2013. Yeah, 2012 to 2015. Yeah, so I used to run. A, I used to run nightclub nights in Portsmouth. I bet you have you've been to many of them. What what night? What what? Works? Oh, well, so at the start, so in two thousand and oh god. So I want to say I I my years are ah, so at the start so. 2012 time, I was working for Eskimo 11. Eskimo 11? Oh, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I remember Eskimo 11. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to run um, Tuesday nights. It was Route 6. Oh, well, it was Pure. Pure, oh, yeah, Pure. Yeah. I remember oh, yeah. Pure, yeah. 30, 30 Disco for Eskimo 11. I remember Day Disco, uh, yeah. Friday nights. I don't, would John Glitz have been there when you were there? Um, uh, Highlight. Was that around when you were there? Uh, I can't remember. Friday can't nights remember. there. Miami Ice, I think it was called. Nah, I I should, nah, nah, I don't remember. I remember, definitely remember Eskimo 11. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. Them guys used to give out um, thingy. They used to give out like the, brush, the brochure to show what's going to happen during the month. That's right. Yeah. We used to con everyone during Freshers Week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure you guys made peace. Uh, That's true. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Full yeah, circle. Full like, circle. Um, yeah. But you got, yeah. If, you, like, if you're ever down in Portsmouth, I'll happily do it with you, got, with you guys face to face. And like, yeah. you know, if, it, if the world gets back to some kind of normality, and like, because often we do shows where, you know, I'd stay overnight in London or whatever. Yeah. Um, and if that if that ever happens again, then obviously I'd be more than happy to kind of get involved. But like at the moment, my life's hectic. We've got yeah. the training school going, we've got the shows going nonstop, um, and uh, and we're trying to pick up all the mess that has been left behind with um with you know co- the devastation of COVID and like yeah. you know playing catch up. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a it's a hectic hectic time at the moment, but. You know, I'd love to. I'd love to kind of get in with it with you guys and like a. Like I say, like you know, I feel like the stuff that you guys do, like again, I think it's underappreciated by so many people, and I think so many um, people, wrestlers, wrestling, uh, wrestling promoters, um, whatever, they they look at fans and they say, you know, like, oh, you don't have a right to have an opinion, or like, you know, who do you think you are to say this? Or you know, I take anything you say 
good, bad, indifferent, I take on board, yeah. you know? And like, I appreciate, like I say, the energy that you guys bring to the products when you come and have a good time, you know? And it doesn't matter if you come every week or once a year, right? Um, just that, you know, that energy you bring is is just great. And like I say, sure. there's no better advert you know, I can't, you know, I'm supposed to be a promoter, right? But I don't want to be a promoter. I just want to run wrestling. I just want to write book the matches. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to run the shows. I want someone else to run it for me. And I just book the matches, you know, so I don't have to worry about all the stuff that I have to worry about on a day-to-day basis, which is turning me gray, right? But like, um, I, I feel like the best advert that anyone could hope for is people like yourselves, you know, like you're, you're coming down, you're having a good time. And you're just seeing it what it is, just a good piece of entertainment. So, you know, I just keep it up, guys. And thank you so much. And I will happily give my time for you guys anytime um, because, you know, I just appreciate what you guys are doing. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andy. We'll catch you soon, yeah? No problem. Thank Peace, you. man. Take it easy. Take it easy, bro. Boy, and what an man. episode. You guys weren't expecting that, were you? Trust me, trust Boy. me, trust me. Well, Big um, Andy, man. that's that wrestle talk. That's my, He says some stuff. Yeah, he he says some stuff. stuff still. And honestly, mandem, like, respect needs to be put on wrestling. Respect needs to be put on the fans as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a credible, that's a credible, that's a credible thing that he said, man. Yeah. He's at, like, his promotion yeah. has hosted some of the best wrestling matches. Yeah, ever. for real. Yeah, what an episode this has been. Um, I've been Delboy. I've been Anafi. Been laps. Okay. Let's rest things. By the man, for the man, bow. We're not rushing. We just don't we need to save the podcast. Don't just turn off. Uh, please, we'll see, see you guys, guys next week. week. Uh, no, we do after things somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, we'll do it somewhere. Peace. Yeah.